Okay, so today's daf we learn is daf Zion. And the Gemara asks as follows, is Ben Mahu. So as we've been going through the Mishnah, we saw cases where certain products are Patur and Masrot and Chayv and Chala, and then we saw what followed was there were Chayv and Chala and Patur and Masrot. I said exactly the same thing. There were Chayv and Masrot and Patur and Chala. The discussion is now, okay, Ben Mahu. Ben means in between, what is it? What that means is, is that we might have cases that haven't been listed in either Mishnayot. So what category do they fall into? And we'll find out what case that is that the Gemara is concerned about. But Reb Chaim says, is that's the way of the Yerushalmi every so often. Here, he says, Anytime, it's a way of the Yerushalmi to probe this question. Anytime there are two sort of sections where they give klalim for each of them. What are the cases that don't seem to fit either category that you haven't been listed? What, what's the deal for those? So the answer will be, before we get to that, means that it's like the first case, the first case where it was However, Rabbi Yossi says, no. Rabbi Yossi says, B'shem Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, also, the, in others, they're both saying the same Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, he says, B'dayim kebach meaning that case of B'dayim is, Chayi v'maser and patru v'nchala, like the second case. Okay, now the, the question that's uh, in the back of your mind clearly is, Ezri B'dayim, what's this case you've got a question about? And that is how, Oseh Isa Minatevel. I made uh, some dough from wheat that was tevel. Now, this is different. This is not making dough from chala, it's from tevel, so there'd be no hafrasha than whatsoever. So in that case, chala chayeva betruma, betruma chayeva bechala. So it's sort of a question as follows. I have to now separate from this dough both chala, because it's turned into dough, and it's tevel, so I have to separate truma to masra. The question is, is the chala I separate chayim and truma, and is the truma that I'm going to be separated is that chayim and chala? In other words, how does it work? How do the two go together? So that's where Rebioni and Rebiosi each say differently. One is patum maaser mechay bechala, and Rabbi Yossi would say chay bechay maaser patum menachala. So, however, what the what we we'll learn in the brighter now is the Gemara says that actually this is not the case. Also, isa minatevel is chala is chayv betruma betruma chayvet bechala that they're both chayv in each other. Okay, so where do we learn this from? Where do we see that's the case? Minaim shachala chayvet betruma. Give me a pasuk. Rabbi Yitzchak b'shem b'shem Rabbi Shmuel bar Martas says b'shem Rav. Because the Torah says, Chala tarimu truma. It's an interesting way of reading the Pasuk. Because the Pasuk is, Reshit arosetachem, the first Yodoy, Chala tarimu, you should take Chala as truma. Such will be, Kitrumat koren ken tarimu ota. However, we read the Pasuk, Chala from Chala tarimu truma. You meant to take truma from it if it's necessary. Okay? Uh, so in others, Mechala tarimu truma. That's how you read the Pasuk to get that conclusion. Where do we see that the truma is chayv bechala? Min kusha patrin ha'inkra. Mean for the fact that it do not say mefurash, we can read the pasuk as well creatively. Motasha katul ba reishit tarimu truma. Chetay tarimu chala. Which is let's read the pasuk again. Reishit arisatachem chala tarimu. Like you've got to take out chala. So from the reishit, meaning what's normally referred to as reishit, reishit is truma. So from the trouble, you've got to separate chala. So the way Reb Chaim explains it, this brighter seems to disagree with both Reb Yonah and, and Reb Yossi. In this case, which is Ben Tayim, this case of where you've made dough from Tevel, you have the, the chalas chayiv in, in truma and the trum chayiv in chala. Okay? This is the way Reb Chaim explains it, and there are other um, 
remember Mafold explains it differently. Everyone explains it slightly different here. But there's one question that might be gnawing in the back of your mind. We said before that Meduma is pato from Chala, if you recall. Because something to re Chala, you don't have to separate Chala from it. Okay, remember that remember that case. So why here we're saying that Trum is Chayv in Chala? How do the two go together? So the way um, Rechaim explains it, I'll just um, read it here. It says... Here. Despite the fact we learned before the Maduma's pattern from Chala, because it's Truma that's inside it, Alma Truma Ptur Minachala, which implies that if it's Truma, it's pattern from Chala. So why here is this table that you mafresh the Truma, you have to separate it's Chayv and Chala. So Hatam, that's different. Because Hatam, Shinusha, Batadava Truma. There, it was already Truma. And you've kneaded it, and you've and uh, meaning it was already maduma as as flour, and you've and then the chiyuv of challah comes in after. Why the law challah lea chiyuv challah? Because then the chiyuv of challah can't be chal on it. Aval hacha, our case is different. Hacha, you're making isa from tevel. It's not defined as truma yet, and therefore the sorry the kfar chal alea chiyuv truma challah to lo paka because here. Once you've kneaded up the tevel, the chiyuv chal is already there. Now I'm separating truma designating part of it as truma, so I can't say, "Oh, now the chal is going to the chiyuv chal is going to disappear from it," because the chiyuv chal came on when it was tevel. That's the difference between the two cases. Once again, if I'm needing to get something that's already truma or maduma, then we can say something that's pre-existing already truma. The chiyuv chal can't land on it if you like. However, this case is completely different. This bentaim case because I'm kneading up tevel. And the tevel itself, well, it's just tevel, it's, it's untithed produce, and therefore the chiyuv of chala can chal on it. Now that I'm separating something as truma from it, as the brighter says, or the Gemara teacher says, that it's chayv in, you can, you can still say it's chayv in chala, the truma, because the chiyuv of chala pre-existed the, chiyu, the, the, the definition of that part you took out as being truma. Okay, good. Let's continue. Now the Gemara talks about those things we mentioned that are chayv and truma, samasra and patun and chala, and we've already explained them. The first is sufkanim, and it translates as being trikta. Trikta is our sufkan, and we said it was made like a, it's a spongy sort of bread that was made from a batter of some sort. Hadushinim, and that's meligala. So meligala, Marafulda says, that's lashon yavan, it's a Greek word. So it seemed to be the Greek word that they, was more familiar to them to understand what's meligala, what this um, dushanim is. At maledvash, so mila is dvash, and gala is chalav. So they add honey and milk in it. And it's kneaded with it too. And if you recall in the Mishnah, we said at the time the Dufshanim was, it's just, it was like fried in honey. Okay, let's continue. The Iskaritin, there's a Chalitin Dushuk. So Chalitin is that they're sold in a, Dushuk sense, like it's sold in a market. Some type of Mizanot that's sold in a market. At the time, we explained in the Mishnah that, that they were also made, they were made with a very thin batter, like a top, almost like a type of wafer. Um, but it, fine. And the final one is the Chalat Masret. Chalat masret is chalitin de maya. That's we said it was that was scalded with boiling hot water and it was baked in a pan. Okay, that's the ones we explained the Mishnah already. We've translated it, but the Gemara is explaining it in the way that's familiar to them. Um, then let's continue. Rabbi Yochanan says trikta, or this uh, terikta, yeah, that is which we said is these these sufganin. He says a chayvim bechala, which seems to go against the Mishnah. We have to explain how that works because that's obviously going to be the question of the Gemara. But there seems to be a debate. Rabbi Yochanan says, There's sort of this spongy bread that's made from a batter. Um, he says, it's considered bread. You have to separate challah, you make a moitzah when you eat it, 
And also, if someone you made, if you had a matzah like that, you'd be you fulfilled the mitzvah, mitzvah of matzah as long as it offers you timber kabchametz. So Rabbi Shimon Lakish says no. Trikta it's not, it's not, it's not bread. It's not lechem. So you don't chayiv in chala, but you don't make a moitzon, you make a mezonot. And someone does not fulfill the obligation of Pesach if he tried to have trikta for his matzahs. So Rabbi Yossi Amar Tartaya. So Rabbi Yossi said them both together, meaning, let's have a look. Rabbi Yochanan, again, seems to begin the same way we started. Rabbi Yochanan says, Trikta is chayiv v'chala v'omer alav v'omotzilechem in aretz v'adam yitzay v'chod v'pesach. So Rabbi Yochanan, again, is of opinion that trikta is defined as bread. So you have to separate chala, you say hamoitzi, and some would fill the obligation of Pesach if they had it as matzah. And Rabbi Shumar Lakish one says, Trikta says, Einu chayv v'chala, it's not considered bread. Einu chayv v'chala, you don't have to separate chala. Ve'inu mer ma'alav v'omotzilechem in aretz, ve'inadim atzeh and Rabbi Yossi Omer Chori, Rabbi Yossi also said this other thing, which is, Rabbi Yochan Omer, Kol Sha'or Ma'alech Tachtav Chayve Bechala, V'omer Alav HaMoitzelechem Anaretz. So anything that the or is Holech Tachtav, meaning it could even be baked within a pan, because as opposed to where an oven. So in an oven, the or is, the, the heat is completely surrounding, if you like. Whereas if you cook in a pan, the or is Ma'alech Tachtav, goes underneath it. Okay, that's Malachat Hatav. So it says anything that's, if you like, cooked in a pan, you would fulfill the obligation of Pesach. Sorry, I skipped a bit. Back to Rabbi Yochanan. It's considered bread. You have to make a moitzi, and you'll fulfill the obligation of Pesach. That's not considered bread. He requires it to be baked in an oven to be defined as bread. So in said, I agree with you if it's in a pan, it's not considered bread. That's provided Milvad That's only if it was say cooked with uh, liquids, because then it would be defined as cooking. Okay? That's when you agree that that's the case. I'll read Rav Chaim. It says, When do we say if it's pot that it's considered cooking? That's with mashke. He says the critical thing that defines baking or not is if it was baked along with like in a liquid. That's when it's defined as, as um, cooking versus baking. And Rabbi, Resh Lakish says the critical thing is the environment. If the fire is going underneath it, it's still considered cooking. If it's an oven with the fire, the fires of Minatsad, sort of all around it, the heating, then it's considered baking. Okay, that's a debate. And what's the, what's the assumption about the ingredients? Meaning, well, in terms of if it's, um, what do you mean the ingredients? Meaning if it's cooked with liquids? If, if it's, it's cooked dry, it's, like a frying pan, but, yeah. it, but it's more than flour and water. It's eggs oh, and, mixing uh, in honeys and all these other things. I don't know because we here we seem to be talking about this um, sufganin, not dufshanin. Right. Dufshanin is where you added all these honeys and other things. Sufganin, uh, the way we explain in the Mishnah, just to go back, I'll read the, what we explain. It says it's 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 just uh, made from a batter rather than mixing in other like honey and all these other things. So put the discussion aside. Because like there is issues in halacha. When does when does bread turn a mazon if you add other mixtures? But right. I don't want to confuse it with this. Uh, with this oh, okay. okay. Here it's literally if it was like cooked in water. Let's say it was cooking. That's when Rabbi Yochanan says that it's considered cooking or not. Not the, the source of heat. 
Okay, whereas uh, okay, yeah, says it's also the first cooked in Sorry, I missed that. Bake. Bagels. Bagels, yes. Are first cooked in hot water. And then put in the oven. That's the next Mishnah. That's the next Mishnah. We'll discuss in the next Mishnah. What if it's part of the process is treated like bread or part of the process is not treated like bread? We'll, uh, we'll definitely get to that. Okay. Fine. But also just be very cautious. We're not drawing halachic conclusions from our learning in Yerushalmi. This is a Yerushalmi shir, not a Libida Hilchatat Habashir. Which is maybe is unfortunate, but that's, that's kind of the design. Let's continue. Matnita pligi al Rabbi Yochanan. Our mission seems to be cholak on Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because it's a sufkini vadupshoni vaiskritin vachalata mishra vamaduma patur menachala. Our mission says mafurash that this iskritin, that this uh, this sufkanim, which is the trikta, as we said, that is patur menachala. So how is it that Rabbi Yochanan says strictly is chayiv in chala? So he says no, that's patur le besufkanim shanasu bechama. When is it patur? That's when it wasn't, there wasn't a source of heat underneath it. That when it was cooked bechama in the sun. So you sort of put it outside and that's how, what caused it to um, bake or cook. Okay. So ooh, I have to say bake, don't I? So the Tanya, yotzim basufkanim shinasu ba'or, ve'en yotzim basufkanim shinasu bechama. We see before us, there's a difference if it was by sunlight or if it was by uh, the heat source. Ooh, now we've got a problem. Because now it just said, yotzim yikvi yotzi by sufkanim. The Shinaseba or that seems to go against who? Rashimur and Lakish, who understood the case of the Sufka in Kipshutu Lakamishna that it's not considered that it's Patur Mechala. It's not considered bread. So we say, Yotzim Basufka in Shinaseba or, the or, really? Belayed Hada Pligi al Rabishimur and Lakish, doesn't this Cholak on Rashimur and Lakish? So he says, no. Patalabisha or Mahalech Minatsad. When does that, when, what's that case that the Rabbi Yochan tried to bring as a proof? When it says what or is it talking about? It's talking about a halachically defined or, meaning a or that is uh, a heat, a source of heat, like in the context of an oven, where the the heat is coming all around it, if you like, as opposed to underneath the pan. That's when you're at, uh, and therefore loyedechama would also include if it was also pan baked as well. Okay, that would be you would be Okay, that's a debate. And Yochanan and Rishim Malakish both explain the mission of the writer together to try and resolve the two. Let's continue. Milidra Abanam pleading. Now, this sugya needs a bit more effort. Let me share the screen just so I don't get lost. It says as follows We see here that what we're going to be finding is there's going to be a steer and a machloket. Regarding what? Here we really have to fill in the blanks. Now, this takes us back to Mesekta Trumot. In Mesekta Trumot, we saw the mission, if you recall, we talked about the cases of when Trumot is Batel. Now, normally, like everything else. However, uh, not everything else, but like Batel However, as we know, there's a requirement you need a hundred times it to one to battle it. Okay? Now, Rabbi Yeshua says that meaning, let's say a red, uh, sorry, a black fig of Truma falls into a mixture. He says the two different colors of figs can combine to battle. I'm sure you remember this. Okay? Now, it was a tremendous leniency. It was a machlok in the Mishnah. Another she just said, absolutely not. Another one says, Rebbe Kippi, remember, he was intermediate opinion. He says, well, it depends if you knew the color that fell into it. That's what we discussed in Sechta Truma. If you recall, we said the name of Rebbe Yochanan. He says, when is Rebbe Yoshua so makil to allow the other colors that wasn't the color of the fig that fell into combined to battle it? That's Hushnafa Shchorachat Latok Shtayim. Um, let's probably take out the level not here. In other words, that's when the black, that there were at least two black figs into which that one black fig fell 
to battle it on a biblical level. Meaning, since Midoraita it's battle, that's why Rabbi Yeshua is so make to allow the Levanot to battle at Midorabanan. Okay? However, if it was only, say, there was one black fig in there, and you had the one black fig of trauma that fell into it, and there were other white figs around it as well, he would he would say that, no, it's not, you, you can't include the white figs, because on a Torah level, it's not battle. And the white figs have nothing to do with the black figs on battle. That was what Yochanan said. In other words, a tremendous leniency of including fi- the other colored figs is only if really Midoraiter, it's already battle. So that's <laughs> that's a Milodorabanen, right, that we're talking about. That's where to fill in the blanks here for. Okay. So uh, why? Because now let's get come to our Gemara. So have that in the back of your head that uh, you'll see why how pill falls back in soon. Now, Kahala Shalashmuel. Can I ask more the following question? We said that Meduma's patuminachala, nachon. So he says that only really makes sense if we're talking about a Meduma where Truma is in the Rov. Because if Truma's in the Rov, then we treat the whole thing as being Truma, and Truma's patuminachala from that Pasuk. However, if the Truma was in the, in the minority, then we'd say the truma would be batel, really, on a Torah level. So how can you say the, the, the dough that you've produced with it is patur from chala? If on a Torah level, this whole thing is chulin, then you should be chayv in chala, should be chayv in chala. So therefore, what's he saying? He said the case when you say meduma is patur in chala is only a very specific case. And that's a case when it's truma and chula mixed together, but the truma itself is barov, so on a Torah level it's not batel. However, on a Torah level it was batel, then it'll be chayv and chala. Okay? So there's amale af anasabrachin. You know what? That makes sense to me too. Ella, however, katisuk la aret Israel. When you go to Eretz Israel, at Sha'Allah, ask this question. Katsalak la we came to Eretz Israel here. Shama rebiasa b'shem rebiochanin. So afilu se'achat shenaf la altishim v'teshachulin. He says the case of meduma that's part of mechala is even if that one there was only one part of truma into ninety nine, which means it's not battle midrabana, but the writer is battle. Nonetheless, you're battle from chala in that case of meduma. Well, that's against what that's that seems to be the opposite of what they assumed. So Amaravao Kad Meshi Reb Shimon Menlakish. Reb Shimon Menlakish said back to Reb Yochanan. One second, Hasea Poter Tatakol. One say of Truma can potter the whole thing from Chala. That doesn't make sense. So Amarlei. So the response was as follows, which falls back to us. So we're in Truma. Vichi Igul Bi Igulim Devar Bria Shah Truma Ola Biado. Vatamar Devar. Sorry. Full stop. Full Ola Biado. Sorry, Reb Chaim. He says. There we also said not one is just black and white, it's also different sizes of Igulim could battle one another as well. Which is like a case of the black ones and white ones. Different sizes, same idea. And normally Maduma that's partly one in a hundred. What do you do? He takes one out. This is Truma. And the rest is Chulim. Okay, so normally if it's battle, what do we say? And ma- that's where the levanotam malototashorot. We simply take one out, say that's a truma where it's battle, give that to the coin, and the rest is calling. So the, he asks a question: Really, devar Braisha, truma Are you are you so certain that the one you took out took out is really truma? Can you be so sure to say the rest is, is going to be muta? 
וכוונתו להקשות כשנתערבה גדולה בתוך קטנים, אין מצטרפים למאה אותן שאין עליהם ספק. Because really, when you're combining multiple colors, the other colors really shouldn't be combining to bevatel it. וכיוון שאין כאן תערובת ולא בטל ברוב, איך אמרת שם מותרים וכי דבר ברי הוא שהתרום העולה באדום? בתמיה. So what are we saying now? He's saying, okay, you've got a problem in the case of Meduma where it's not really battled or writer to say that it's patra from chala, meaning it was only one patruma. But one second, look at the case where we're so makil to allow the multiple colors to combine. When we say they're combined, what do we say? You simply take one out. Are you sure that's, that really solves the problem? Because really, meduma or writer, it sounds like, it would appear to be to make it a parallel case, Midoraita, the black one that fell in is not battles. How do you know you took out the right black one? So the answer, before we get to peeling back in a second, So your response is, that case is different, because that case, we're talking about Truma, here's a clincher, Truma bezvana zewa, Truma's derabana. So therefore, because Truma's derabana, we're making that we can say that Allah b'chamimeya, even if, even if the, in other words, we're so making to allow the white ones and black ones to combine. Af hacha, so to in our case too, meaning in chala, since chala, we say he killed the maker maker as well. Despite the fact that truma's battle berov in that mixture, since all of the midrabanan is the savek truma, that's why peturim mechala. Because we're dealing with where it is derabanan. Okay? Now, that's the flow of the sugya. However, how's this Akasha on Rabbi Yochan? Let's not forget where we, where, where we started. We started by saying this sugi we just learned now is Akasha and Shida Rabbi Yochanan. Because Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan said that what? He said, when did, the, when did the white combine with the black to battle the black one that fell in? That's only if the black ones on their own meteorites would have been battled. So one fell into two. Now, if that was the case, if that was really the case, Viatibna, Shniya Habing Mishkavra Badlu. But Rabbi Yochanan used that case of Igulim to prove that despite the fact it wasn't battled or writer, we're still makil to let the things combine. So if if we hold like Rabbi Yochanan's diuk that it's only it only the different colors are combined when it's battled or writer, then Rabbi Shimon Lakish should have responded that it's shnir that case is different to Igulim because it's battled or writer. The fact that he didn't do that must mean the case of shchoret and levanot apply even if. It's not, but it's not battle in the writer. Meaning, even if it's one black into another black, and all these other white ones there, to com- they can combine to battle it. And why can they combine to battle it? Because again, we're dealing with truma versus manazer that chachamim will make kill because truma versus manazer zerabanan to let all the colors combine, even though not really part of the suffix, according to Rabbi Yeshua. Okay, that's that sugya. So the Gemara now continues and says, Reb Yonav, Reb Yossi, train b'shem Reb Zira, afilu chitim b'chitim tochenu amatir. So I'll read Reb Chaim here, because he says as follows. He says, Bali tentam, what's the Gemara doing here? It's trying to give a reason, lama amu, why they said the levanot malota toshkorot, why the white ones can combine with the black ones to battle the black ones. Or the gdolot, the big ones, can battle the small gulim, the, the cakes, even though they're really not part of the um, suffix. The Kamar, he says, the mushub shiachol, what? Because you could grind them up. And once you grind it all up, you wouldn't be able to differentiate between the gdolim, the or the black ones and the white ones. When you say black and white, we're talking about varieties. of. Uh, I'm not to think exactly proper black and white, but you know, it's like the different varieties. And once they ground up, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. 
And that's why it says, that's why even with chitin and chitin, with wheat, not just with these figs, wheat as well, because you can grind them and it'd be mutar. Normally we say you're not allowed to So if something's asked, you can't do something to mevatel it. We say once again because the truma nowadays is talking about truma nowadays, which in midrabanan that was another leniency. The kevin shecholitron because you can grind it a few little kilo. Even if you hadn't ground it yet, it will make it to say we can view it as if it's ground and all mixed up together. Okay, so that just ties in other than the figs. This case of uh, wheat as well. The weeding is with the wheat. Uh, we saw this so here. We learned a much more deal than the truma, but um, a bit of a chazara there. Okay, let's continue. Uh, when you say we can view it, we can view it as if it's ground up. I mean, it can be considered bottle even if it's not ground up. It's Correct. Correct. That's, that's a tremendous leniency. That's a tremendous. He says, Even if you haven't yet ground it, they will make manazer to allow us, because you have the capacity to make it indiscernible between these two varieties of wheat. Therefore, they will make it to view it as if, it's, as if they're all part of the suffolk. Fine. Now, we said if it's less than five quarter cub, well, then it's not chayev in separating chala. That was one of the other cases. That's only when it's less than If it's bidiyuk, five quarter cub, then you'd be chayev. Which, by the way, is coming to come against Rabbi Yossi that says, in, this is in the Septa Edu, Rabbi Chaim points out, that you need a bit more than chamesh revaim to be chayev. Okay. However, Rabbi Yossi Barabun B'Shem Rabbavun, it says, Lo al No. This diuk of a bit equal to Chamesh Revaim or a bit more is not on the din of what is a shear of Chiyo V'chala. It's rather on something else. El al-Hada. The Meduma is Patum V'chala. That's fine. We know that. We've seen that a few times. Now, there's Safik Meduma. We've got a Safik Meduma, which we treat as Chulin. V'hane'echal Mishum Dimua. This is um, where truma is battle in 100 parts. We say is chayv b'chala. Okay, that's fine, because we treat it like as all as chulin. Chayv b'chala. And aleya Reb Yossi Barabun B'Shem Rababuna, it's on that he said, hada itamer keshu yotzer mechamesh revaim. That's only when the shear is just more than five quarter kav. Avalim ayu chamesh revaim, if it was exactly five, turim menachala, vipatu menachala. Why? Because... If it's exactly five quarter kav, she ain't truma. Because then it's only going to be five quarter kav with the extra truma that's not chayv and chala inside it. Fine. Now I've got a suffix where I've got a full shir chala in the case of suffix meduma. Shemu Mura, maybe Truma's mixed into it. Sifa Patum and Achala. Okay? Buhala Nechamishim Duma, Shatruma Batelorov, Lo Amrina Ella Shatruma Commander later. Now, this is a very critical point. We're saying that when Truma is battle in the hundred parts, we say that it's if the Truma's not there. Avaloshenefach liot chulin, not that the Truma becomes chulin. Hilkach Imurav can mix that Truma, therefore, a bit of Truma's mixed into it. I feel yesh kenegda mea vechad, even this 101 against it, ain't omrim shitzaref le shirochala. This is incredible. Meaning, what are we saying here? He's saying that, okay, let's say you've got some Truma mixed into some, some regular chulin and you make dough out of it. But there was plenty of dough to, to battle. 
there was 100 parts to one, and there's a tiny bit of truma fell into it. Now, what the what the the duke is saying here, he's saying that you need to be to be chayin chala. It has to be more than the minimum shir chala, not the min, not exactly the minimum shir chala. Why? Because even though the truma's battle in that chulin, we don't say it turns into chulin that it can mashal in the shir. Instead, what we say is if it's not there. So therefore, if we say it's as if it's not there, so it doesn't contribute either way, that means you don't have a full shear color if it's exactly five-quarter cup, because it's five-quarter minus the shear. That's why it says you'd actually have to have more than that. Okay? Let's continue. Um, fine. Next halacha, and that will finish. So let's say an isa that was made with uh, literally like a batter, and sofa sufkanim, so it began in that state, and sofa sufkanim, meaning it was then fried over in oil or cooked in water. And exactly what is considered cooking, we saw that machlok between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish before. Okay? That's when you patur. However, this might relate to your question before Menachem. If it's trilata isa, the sofa sufkanim, so let's say initially you made it like a thick dough, and then you, uh, say, fried it, or trilata sufkanim, or it started like this from a batter, the sofa isa, and then treat it like dough and baked it in an oven, then it's chayavet b'chala. Right? Um, so the way I've explained it is like the Pasha, the Mishu, which is the Rebbein Otam. I'll read your Rebbein. says, Yech mefarshim matnitin kepashta. Shelo amru sufkanim p'tura menachala ela shablil tanracha, vegam b'lishla b'mashkim. In other words, some people explain, like Shidra Rebbein Otam, the way I've explained it, the only time we say sufkanim a patur is if when it was uh, made with like a thin batter, and it was cooked in oil. Need both. If one or the other, they need to be chayv in chalav. A lot of the Rishonim disagree. Even if you made a thick dough, if from the beginning in your mind it was to make it into the sufganim, then it's still a in chalav. So it's not just the material way you're doing it, but also your intent. What does it mean? Beginning was isa That's That's when initially you wanted to make bread, not when you wanted to make sufganim. Because in the beginning you made a thick dough and you wanted to make bread. So it doesn't matter if you change your mind in terms of what to do with it later. If you want to change into sufganim, the chiyuv is still present. So I'm not sure if that relates to your question with with bagels you asked before. Okay. And then it says, Now, Kaot, um, here the Pnei Mocha, the Mepharsh Mishnah explained this way, says, this is a, like a, um, it's like a Kemach Kalui, that's a patch, sort of um, a, a flour that's made with Shemen. And after it's turned into bread, it actually is bread. They crumble it with your hand, or they turn it back into Kemach, and that's used for baby food. So we're saying, despite the fact you've ground it back down, so you may think it's not bread. No, it is bread because it went through the whole bake process and you're chayv b'chala. Finally, the Mishnah says, ha-me'isa. This me'isa, be'chame potrim v'behil machmirin, and chalita is be'chame mechayvim be'behil potrim. So we seem to, seem to be a switch of shitot here. Me'isa and chalita, what's the difference between the two? They're basically both the same type of thing, meaning one is you either pour boiling hot water onto the flour or vice versa. You pour the flour onto the water. Now, what, what difference is there? The answer is really nothing. And the, what the Gemara will see is it's Mishnazur, Loshanazur. The fact that Shitot switched is because there's different opinions regarding what the Machlok and Bechamim Bit Hilir is about. Okay? And finally, Chalot Tada, Verukike Nazir. 
What about these loaves for a Torah offering? There are four different types. One has to bring when they bring Korban Torah. Or Rekike Nazir, or the way, or the other Mincha offerings that the Nazir brings. Are you chayed v'chakala? The answer is, if you make it for yourself, then you're patur. Then you're patur from chala. Why? Because it's something, it's hektesh. And the Torah says, arisoteichem. Your dough is chayed v'chala, and not something you're going to bring as a korban. If, you, if you're talking about a baker that's selling in the market for people that need to bring korban out, if them korban shuk, then we say you're chayed. Why? Because already you're chayed. Asan the korban l'tzorchet, so the chayed, as we learn in the Gemara, because it's not depend on you. Who knows if anyone's going to buy those lachamim? Who, who knows if anyone's going to bring a korban Torah today? The No, maybe no one's going to come. Not, and therefore, they're not in latzman. So what's he going to do with the leftovers? He's going to use it for regular matters. Therefore, when he, the baker originally made these lachamim Torah to be sold, he was not ever really makdish to be used as a korban because you have no idea if someone's going to buy it. And because that's the case, it's considered like head your regular property, and you'd have to separate. Okay. By the way, Shabbos, everyone. Before you go, I just want to let you know. I heard this once. There was a machlaikis about, let's say, chicken cutlets. Yes. Right? And fried in breadcrumbs. There's some people who hold that you have to make hamotzi on it because it's breadcrumbs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know, I heard that the first time I was also shocked. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is I've also seen this actually Machlok, it's where they make Mazona. Was it Mazona? Said I heard? I'm trying to remember. I thought it was. Uh, I think it's Mazona. Mazona, the Machlok, whether it's considered Ikar, like whether whether it's substantial or not, Ikar Tafat, like the discussions around Mazona, but I don't, I'm not sure. I might see. Maybe you're right. I don't know. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a Please good send it to me anyway when you find All the right. answer. Okay. Cool. Talk.